Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. If you're having a nice winter break, I would walk away now because I'm about to ruin it for you. Today, I'm going to do a really difficult academic reading passage three. The reason I've chosen this one is that one of my new members, Agatha, um, very diligently did her uh, diagnostic mock test when she joined and I've just marked it for her. She got something like 38 out of 40 and I wanted to just check the two that she got wrong. And when I looked at this test myself, I won't lie to you, I've been sitting here with the answers um, for about 30 minutes now. So how she managed to do that in 20 minutes, I really don't know. It's, it's incredibly difficult. Um, so I just wanted to warn you of that. But as usual, we will learn something from it. Of course, I will break this down for you give you the tips that I can see coming from this and hopefully that will help you when you have to do a, a difficult passage three in the real test. Um, the, the title is Motivational Factors and the Hospitality Industry and it's all about what makes people stay at their workplace or what makes people um, satisfied and happy with their job. So I'd like you to think about that for a minute before we start. All of that vocabulary related to job satisfaction and the factors that influence job satisfaction are going to be really important here. I do have a lesson on my blog simply about the word factors and it comes up quite a lot here with lots of collocations. For example, um, many factors or, or reasons why people are not happy with their jobs are low compensation, inadequate benefits, poor working conditions, uh, low morale. These are all here. And they also talk a lot about the impact. And again, in that lesson about effect and effect and impact, I list the collocations that are really useful um, for your writing task two. Um, it's, it's that collocation to find solutions. So, for example, we've got here to provide recognition to motivate employees, to remove obstacles, to enhance motivation. And then things about the impact, it talks about um, how they tried to improve morale among staff. They developed fun activities and this had a favourable impact on performance. It reduced turnover. It had a beneficial effect. Um, so that is coming through a lot of that language which we um, often practice from a grammar or vocabulary point of view is going to be really helpful for you here in the reading. And as I always say, it's all joined up. 
you can't learn one skill without the other benefiting and you can't just isolate them you can't just say I want to improve my writing the only way to improve your writing is to build your vocabulary and to read a lot <laughs> and that will translate on into your your writing when you you test out that new language and get feedback on it so I wanted you to think maybe about your own situation, about what gives you job satisfaction or anybody you know if you're a student and you're not working yet and think about what employers do to ensure that you are happy at work and what they do to retain you. Um, do they try to develop your skills and your abilities? Um, do they try to make sure that you stay with them so that they don't waste the time and money and energy that they have put into training you? And think about the negative impacts of staff who are not happy in their jobs and, and how that shows to the customer. So, if you go to a nice restaurant, for example, and you're you're paying a lot for a meal, you probably expect to get very um, friendly, high quality service from the staff. But if they're not happy, then that will reflect on the establishment, won't it? And this again shows how important it is. Um, I've worked in about 20 different places throughout my teaching career. Um, I have to say one of the best would be the British Council because everything was geared towards um, making sure that teachers were able to develop through training. So there was a lot of investment in training, a lot of time given to helping teachers improve and to become the best they possibly could be. Um, I once worked in a, a, a school where teachers were just treated as um, what you call drones. They just had to go into class lesson after lesson, no breaks, no, uh, no time for training or anything or exercise or anything. And the impact on the students was huge because the teacher simply didn't have the time or the energy to um, give everything they should be given to the students. So obviously it's a really important issue. And the title, as I said, is specifically related to the hospitality industry. Um, the reading starts by saying um, a critical ingredient, again, that adjective and noun, a critical ingredient in the success of hotels is developing and maintaining superior performance from their employees. Um, so then it goes into some details about hotels aim to provide superior working conditions for their employees, um, but not all of them do. And what makes this text really difficult is that it goes through several researchers. In fact, I think there are about 10. Now, when you come to um, university, 
Um, this text is a really, really good example of the kind of text you will be reading and writing yourself at university. It has, or the writer has read and researched the topic. And in this article, the writer refers to all of these um, researchers and the date of their research and exactly what they believed or what they claimed. So there's really useful academic language in this text. Unfortunately, that gives you the kind of question that I hate. <laughs> it has a list of researchers and it gives you six and then you have to match those researchers with uh, five statements. So there's a lot of jumping around. It does not go in order because that would be too easy. It has to be mixed up so that you are isolating the statements and who said them. My advice for this would be to simply look at the questions first, just a brief glance, and realize okay, as I'm reading, I need to put a box or a circle around these researchers. Um, if you're doing the computer test, it's more difficult, but you can highlight the text on the computer. Um, I prefer to do it on, on paper because I can write all over it. But again, in the computer test, you can use the highlighter pen. So I would highlight these uh, six researchers, only the ones that they mention. Don't highlight the ones, the other ones that are not in the questions. So these six researchers, there's A, Peffer, B, Lucas, C, Marudus, D, Ng and Sorensen, E, Enns and Sigwar, and F is Deary. Those are the six, and they are mentioned throughout the text. Not even just once, but they sometimes mention them twice or three times, which makes it even more confusing and difficult. Um, okay, so possibly the best way to do this actually is you need to read this for yourself. And I'm going to give you the answers and tell you why they are correct and Let's take this as a vocabulary exercise because it's difficult to do without looking at the text. Question 27 says, hotel managers need to know what would encourage good staff to remain. Well, that seems to come throughout the reading. So you need to go and isolate a few of these writers. So we're looking for managers need to know what would encourage good staff to remain. The answer is ENS and SIGWAR says it is beneficial for hotel managers. So that's the key word. To understand, synonym to know, what practices are most favourable 
to increase employee satisfaction and retention. Now, how awful is that? Retention is our key word there. It's the noun form of remain in a strange way. How to keep and retain, sorry, retain is the verb, but it is connected to how you make or how you get people to remain. How do you retain? And retention is the word. And, and that gives us your answer. You would need to know that word retention and the, the connection with the word remain. But you could quickly get it from hotel managers um, and they need to understand is a synonym they need to know. Question 28. The actions of managers may make staff feel they shouldn't move to a different employer. So it's the question again of what managers can do to make staff feel that they shouldn't change jobs. Um, so similar, isn't it, to the previous question. And what I've got here is um, Eng and Sorensen demonstrated that when managers provide recognition to employees, motivate employees to work together and remove obstacles preventing effective performance, employees feel more obligated to stay with the company. So you've got employees, synonym for staff. Feel is exactly the same word. Obligated to stay is a synonym for they shouldn't move to a different employer. So it's very easy to see the answers when you know what they are. But trying to find these, I utterly, totally sympathise with you. Um, question 29. The, the grammar here is quite common as a question in IELTS reading. It says, little is done. Little. It's almost like an alarm bell. Little meaning not much. It's negative. Little is done in the hospitality industry to help workers improve their skills. So we're looking for something which says that not enough is done. And Lucas says, despite the recognition, despite this recognition of the importance of employee development, the hospitality industry has historically been dominated by underdeveloped HR practices. That is it. Um, so recognition, the importance of employee development. So development is to improve their skills. Little is done is dominated by underdeveloped practice, meaning not enough 
is done. So that 29 answer is B. 30 um, goes back to one that we've already seen. 30 says staff are less likely to change jobs if cooperation is encouraged. So you're looking for something which means cooperation, something like teamwork or working together. And Eng and Sorensen again say that when managers provide recognition to employees and motivate employees to work together, then the employees feel more obligated to stay as we had before. So they are less likely to change jobs. Synonym, they are more obligated to stay if cooperation is encouraged. Cooperation is encouraged. Motivate employees to work together. It's like an active and passive. Active managers motivate employees. Passive um, cooperation is encouraged by managers. Finally, 31, oh, the way it's written again, very obscure. Dissatisfaction with pay is not the only reason why hospitality workers change jobs. Well, Marudas et al. list other reasons. Low compensation, inadequate benefits, poor working conditions and low morale and attitudes are the many reasons. Um, and, and that is it. Dissatisfaction with pay is not the only reason. There are other ones. And that's Marudas et al. OK, so we've come out of that awful section. Um, and it gets a little bit easier, although the next set of questions, oh, I'm not so sure. The next set of questions is yes, no, and not given. <sighs> Question 32 says, one reason for high staff turnover in the hospitality industry is poor morale. Now, I always suggest you, you guess this first and then look for evidence. We could probably guess, yes, one reason why people leave is poor morale. And you can actually find that word in the sentence we mentioned with Marudas et al., that list of reasons why people leave. And, yeah, you've, you can find the word turnover, high turnover in the same paragraph, High turnover has been a recurring problem throughout the hospitality industry. So you've got lots of matching words. High turnover, hospitality industries, industry, and the reason is compromised employee morale. Well, poor morale is a synonym for compromised, and that is, the answer is yes. 33. Now we're looking for research. Remember, a lot of these researchers have been named. 
But when you get a question like this one, it says research has shown. Now you're looking for more general research. And as you might know, this expression is something I recommend that you use in IELTS Task 2 to avoid naming research. It is absolutely fine to say research has shown or the synonyms evidence has revealed. And this gives you the answer here. So my writing task two advice would give you the answer for this reading part three. It says research has shown that staff have a tendency to dislike their workplace. Now, in the text, it says no evidence exists. Simply that. No evidence exists to support this hypothesis. What's the hypothesis, the theory? The theory is this. While it seems likely that employees' reactions to their job characteristics could be affected by a predisposition to view their work environment negatively, no evidence exists to support this. So look at the synonyms. To have a tendency to dislike. Have a tendency is to have a predisposition. To dislike their workplace, synonym to view their work environment negatively. So research has shown that this is not true. No evidence exists. There's lots of negatives there. And that gives you the answer, no, this is not true. Now, 34, an improvement in working conditions and job security makes staff satisfied with their jobs. Um, you, the good thing to do would be to find those words, working conditions and job security. Um, it's, it's in one paragraph and it says, these include working conditions and job security. When these factors are unfavorable, job satisfaction may result. Notice the may, the hedging, it's not always true. Significantly though, just fulfilling these needs, these needs meaning working conditions and job security, does not result in satisfaction. You've got a very clear no. These needs, working conditions and job security does not result in satisfaction. So it's a no again. So we've had a yes, two no's, and this is the last question, 35. I can almost guarantee there will be not given, and 35 is very clearly not given. Staff should be allowed to choose when they take breaks during the working day. There's absolutely no mention of taking breaks and certainly no opinion 
on whether they should or shouldn't. So 35 is not given. The last part is a summary, a gap fill summary. And I have to say this one's easy. It is easy compared to the rest. It's it, it's like at part one. It's really easy. You're only allowed one word and um, it relates to only one paragraph. So the paragraph is uh, fun at work. That's the title of this summary. And there's only one paragraph at the end, which is about fun. And what they say is that they carried out research on staff in an American chain of something. Well, very simple. Conducted a study focusing on staff from a chain of themed restaurants in the United States. So you've got that capital letter for American and the researchers, Michelle and Stafford, capital letters and United States capital letters, really easy to find. Carry out research, conducted a study, synonym there. And a chain is exactly the same word. Themed restaurants, well, that's two words. So you must only choose one. The answer, of course, is restaurants. What did they discover? Well, they discovered that activities designed for staff to have fun improved their 37 is the gap. Now, I could answer this without reading, just from collocation. What does it do if you make staff happy? It improves their, and the, the text says this, it was found that fun activities had a favourable impact on performance. Improves their performance is a collocation, and that is the word. And that management involvement led to lower staff something. And we can see in the text it had a favourable impact in reducing turnover. Turnover, this key word, it's one word, um, it reduces turnover. They also found that the activities needed to fit with both the company's something and the something of the staff. These are the last two gaps. So the activities need to fit with, and the text says they need to align with organizational goals, and it says both. That's often a clue for the gap fill both organisational goals and employee characteristics. So those are the two things, goals and characteristics of the staff. And that is it. Um, I don't know what else to say, really. Um, I found this really difficult until the last part, which was easy in comparison. Um, yeah, what can you do? This is the highest level of comprehension and reading skills that you will need. And it all comes from vocabulary, but also being very familiar with this kind of academic text. Um, it's funny, I was on TikTok the other day and one of the uh, videos was this video of this um, student who had started to do an MA at university and she'd 
um, been offered a place with a 6.5 in IELTS. And she thought, great. And then she arrived in the UK. And suddenly, um, you know what it's like when you're learning a language. You think you understand and then you go and everybody's talking so fast. It seems like a different language. Well, this text is the kind of language that you will have to read in uh, university, at university. And yeah, I've been doing it for 30 years and I still find it difficult. <laughs> okay, so that's it for today. Tough one, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, let me know if you have any requests or even if you're still listening. Thanks very much. Have a great New Year, New Year's Eve, and see you in 2021. Bye-bye.